This is MMA Torch Editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Friday, May 28, 2010. We are less than 24 hours from tomorrow's UFC 114 uh, event with uh, Rashad Evans against Quinton Jackson in the main event. Uh, weigh-ins took place today, and uh, a crazy scene at the weigh-ins with over close to 7,000 fans in attendance just for the weigh-ins. Um, people were going nuts. Uh, high, high energy for this fight in Las Vegas. And uh, the fights tomorrow are going to be uh, um, very good, uh, and, and hopefully the main event, main event can live up to the hype. Because at this point, with after all the talk and, and everything that's gone on with the event, um, we, we just got to hope that uh, that it lives up to the hype and that um, it can provide all of the action we're hoping to see. Because with all the trash talk coming into it, uh, I mean, it's it's primed to. To, to be a great one, and uh, um, hopefully that that will be the case tomorrow because there's going to be a lot of people tuning in. Um, but on to some other results from this week. Yesterday, Bellator 20 took place from the Majestic Theater in San Antonio, Texas, and the middleweight semifinals were completed. Um, the uh, Alexander Shlomenko took on Jared Hess in the first semifinal of the night. Uh, Brian Baker... Uh, had a rematch against Eric Shambari in the second, and it's Alex Alexander Shlomenko and Brian Baker moving on to the finals, where the winner will face off uh, with middleweight champion Hector Lombard during season three. Uh, the Shlomenko Hess bout um, featured one of the more gruesome injuries you're ever going to see in any sport anywhere, uh, as uh, Hess was losing the or Hess was winning the first two rounds. Um, taking Shlomenko down and keeping him on his back for much of the fight. Uh, and then in the third, um, Shlomenko was able to work his way up to his feet, and he landed a vicious knee to the jaw that dropped Hess, but as Hess dropped, his uh, left knee dislocated at the shin, and he fell forward on it. Um, kind of hard to explain without seeing it, but it was very disgusting and disturbing. Um, and to Hess's credit, he didn't respond like he was hurt, and he immediately pulled guard on the ground. Um, well, not immediately, but he got to guard on the ground. And it was only when Shlomenko stood up out of guard and forced Hess to stand up that the referee and everyone else in attendance saw how bad his leg was. Um, a great job by the referee in stopping the fight. It was a just stoppage. Uh, he very clearly could not continue. Uh, unfortunately, that looks like the type of injury that, that could possibly be career-ending. Um, it, it was really, really, really bad. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, and you must, uh, it's it's not for those with a, with a weak stomach, because that was uh, very cringeworthy and very uh, very disturbing. And it's very unfortunate for Hess, who was the, the favorite for this tournament. He was the runner-up to uh, Hector Lombard in, the, in Season 1, and was looking to get back towards a rematch here after Season 2. So, uh, it was unfortunate, but um, to Shlomenko's credit, you know, he may have even dislocated that knee uh, initially in the second round when he was working for a knee bar. It looked as if on some replays that, that it's possible that that's where he uh, pulled the knee out, but it didn't completely go out on Hess until the second uh, until the third round. Um, either way, it was, it was a nasty injury. Hess is out for a considerable amount of time if he's able to return at all, um, but Shlomenko moves on. 
Brian Baker made pretty uh, quick work of Eric Shambari, locking on a triangle choke early and uh, continuing to work on it for the better part of a couple of minutes. Um, Shambari kind of got himself from bad position to worse, and uh, when, when he moved to the final one, it, it was uh, almost handing Baker a chance to lock the hold in tighter, and he was forced to tap. So the, the final is set with uh, Shambari, or I'm sorry, with Baker and uh, Shlomenko, and it should be um, a, a good competitive finals fight. Uh, I'm not giving either of them much of a chance against uh, Hector Lombard at this point, however. Um, still should be a fun final fight uh, that will come on the Season 2 finale event on June 24th. It's Bellator 24. Um, the other fight on tonight's card featured a heavyweight uh, showcase with UFC veteran Eddie Sanchez taking on Marcus Sursa. Sursa uh, was a late replacement uh, and actually almost knocked Sanchez out in the second round um, and dropped him but wasn't able to uh, really finish him on the ground. And the, another really good job by a referee on this card where he allowed the fight to continue as Sanchez was uh, intelligently defending himself, uh, covered up, was able to avoid a lot of the punishment, and then Sursa kind of punched himself out. Um, Sanchez came back, actually stole the second round, despite nearly being knocked out uh, at the outset, and then in the third he finished him in 20 seconds. So uh, another nice, fun heavyweight fight on this card. Sanchez will now be part of the Season 3 heavyweight tournament. The other uh, fight on the card was a bantamweight bout between uh, Marco Shiro and Nick Mamelis. Uh, Mamelis picked up a second round uh, submission and hopes to get a spot in the Season 3 Bantamweight Tournament. Um, Alan Belcher, uh, back to uh, UFC news, Alan Belcher is getting the fight that he wanted he, uh, against Damian Maya. That it looks to be the main event for Fight Night 22 in September, on September 15th. Uh, that fight will uh, serve as the lead-in to the 12th season of The Ultimate Fighter. And uh, Belcher was calling out this competition and wants to fight one of the top guys in the division. He feels he should be uh, right up there in the title picture. A win over Damian Maya could could uh, vault him into that. At this point, he's not there. Um, so uh, if he can pick up that victory, you know, then it, it'll go a long way towards getting that. Uh, also in September, the UFC is headed to Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, coming to the state of Indiana for the first time on September 25th. For UFC 119, Rich uh, and Joey Beltran is the only one rumored for the card, uh, but the, the event would take place at the Conseco Fieldhouse and um, could possibly be a free event on Spike TV. Dana White said at the uh, UFC Fan Expo this week that um, he's looking to put a big card on Spike TV for free uh, after as part of um, making it up to the fans. Anderson Silva's UFC 112 performance, um, where he said he would make it up to the fans for um, other UFC Fan Expo news. Matt Hughes has been inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, he joins uh, Ken Shamrock, Hoyce Gracie, Dan Severn, uh, Randy Couture, Mark Coleman, um, Chuck Liddell, and Charles Mask Lewis in the Hall of Fame. Um, Hughes is a natural choice. For this, he's the winningest fighter in the UFC. Uh, he, he had 17 wins inside the octagon, which is the most by any fighter in the UFC. He fought for uh, the UFC welterweight championship 12 times, um, 
only lost three of those. Two of them were to George St. Pierre, one to BJ Penn. Uh, he was the second fighter to hit five straight uh, title defenses after Tito Ortiz, uh, and he has the most career UFC title defenses with seven. Uh, Anderson Silva is closing in on that. We'll tie it uh, in August if he beats Shell Sonnen. But uh, Hughes, you know, the numbers and his career speaks for itself. Uh, He was one of the the most reliable uh, champions the UFC had during the dark era uh, when, you know, they they hadn't been on pay-per-view for a while and until they got back on. Um, Hughes was right in there at the turn when the UFC got back on pay-per-view and were trying to regain traction. Uh, as a sport and as a business. And, you know, his uh, contributions to the sport of mixed martial arts can't be denied. Um, Whether you love him or hate him as a person, you have to respect what he's done as as a mixed martial arts fighter. And, uh, I mean, his career speaks for itself. It was a no-brainer to put him into the Hall of Fame. Um, It's a well-deserved honor. Uh, He's... He'll, he'll join Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture as active um, Hall of Famers in the UFC. Mark Coleman is still uh, possibly going to keep fighting, but he is now out of the UFC. But, um, you know, this, this is very, very deserved um, for Hughes, and, uh, you know, congratulations to him. It's, it's something that he deserved, and um, he's looking to continue his career for uh, possibly another 12 months is, is uh, what he said at UFC.com. Who knows if uh, that's a, he, he's selling that short. He could um, ultimately continue to fight further past that. But at this point, you know, he's got an exciting fight with Ricardo Almeida on tap for UFC 112 or 117 in August, and uh, we'll see what he's got there because the, the fight with Henzo Gracie didn't really tell us a whole lot because it was too... Um, to the older generation going at it, and uh, Hughes wasn't really pressed at all by Henzo um, in that fight. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Almeida, because it's going to be a very difficult fight for him. I think Almeida is going to be an extremely tough test at this point in his career, but you know, more power to him. He's still going, and if he can still perform, um, he's, he's going to continue to do so. So... Uh, that's what I've got for today. Thanks for listening in once again. We've got uh, UFC 114 on tap tomorrow night, and then uh, our live cast Sunday uh, from 2 to 4 p.m. We will uh, Eastern time. We will be uh, reviewing tomorrow night's event at length. Um, uh, the beginning of the show will be heavily geared toward whatever happens in the Rampage Rashad fight. So tune in Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. at blogtalkradio.com slash Torch. Um, and you can join in on the conversation there and uh, um, let your voice be heard on whatever takes place at UFC 114 tomorrow night. So, once again, that's all I've got. Thanks for listening in. This is Jamie Penick signing off.